0: I have not put more than 20 bucks into my gas tank in weeks now. I've refused to fill up because it's just not worth it. On the weekend, actually, I put a bunch of gas in the van at Costco. That was worthwhile because it was $0.10 cents cheaper there than anywhere else in the city. According to GasBuddy and OttawaGasPrices.com, today the average price in the city of Ottawa is a dollar twenty-nine point one five. Yesterday it was a dollar twenty-seven. A week ago, a dollar twenty-five. A month ago, a dollar twenty-two. And a year ago, it was a dollar twelve. When we were outraged then, Dan McTague is the senior analyst with GasBuddy.com. Joins me on the line, friend Dan. We're complaining about a dollar twenty nine. What is it in Vancouver right now? Uh, over a buck fifty?
1: One fifty eight point nine. No. And, uh, <laughs> I, I did a, an interview on a certain station, which I won't mention here, and they—you uh, uh, can—seven uh, callers phoned in, and six of the seven wanted even higher prices. And I well, so you were on CBC. Oh yeah, how do you guess? <laughs>
0: They wanted higher prices.
1: They wanted higher prices. I couldn't believe it. I, you know, I thought you know, you you got a handful of folks out there. uh, You know, the Birkenstock crowd. But no, no, this was uh, people who thought, well, let's just fly around on our little electric cars, scooters, and oh, oh, isn't it wonderful? I mean, oh my goodness! You know what? There must have been a sale on tinfoil hats out there today.
0: Well, I I was hearing from uh, my friend Elise Mills. She's not happy. Yeah. yeah, because I think her car requires mid-grade at least. Yeah. And at that point, uh, you're facing over or, or around so, well, yeah, yeah. $1. a buck 70. So yeah, buck 67, a buck
1: 79 actually. Yeah. But for mid-grade, yeah. It's uh
0: yeah. If you're, uh, if you're on high test, you're selling your car and buying a premium bicycle.
1: <laughs> yes. I tried to remind the person that I was doing the interview with that, uh, even if you shift it over to bicycles, uh, you still have to ride on pavement uh, that is asphalt, that is bitumen. You still have to use fossil fuels to create the cement. You even need the rubber, uh, you know, for the tires. Uh, presumably, the bikes are made in China, which, of course, has a wonderful record when it comes to fossil fuel use and emissions. So, yeah, I guess it's uh, living in uh, magic and make-believe land.
0: So what's driving it? I mean, I know a week or so ago you were on and you were talking about the the thing that you do twice a year, shift from winter gas to summer gas, shift from summer gas to winter gas. Okay. That was a week or two ago. I think two weeks ago now, right? Yep. Okay. We've just gone up since then, and we are currently sitting at – about 17, 18 cents. now prices are expected to rise, because right now I'm looking now. Earlier today, it was a dollar thirty four. As, yep. you, as you have told me, gas prices go down at night, so exactly. that they've gone down for the evening, they're going to go back up overnight in the morning. It's going to be a, a buck 30 something, and we're going to be more than 20 cents above where we were a year ago. We're looking at a buck 40 a liter this summer. Why is it so high?
1: Well, we are looking at a couple of factors. One, crude is up 19 bucks over this time last year. Uh, And the second factor, of course, uh, the HST. So when prices go up, as they do worldwide, we also have these wonderful uh, coterie of taxes, yes, including the cap and trade carbon tax and the uh, 14.7 cent a liter provincial road tax and, of course, the federal excise tax at 10 cents a liter, but then you add on the increasing price an additional 13%. So you make prices go a lot higher than expected. And finally, the big one.
0: You're not saying there's a tax on a tax on a tax. tax. You're you're not saying that, are you, Dan?
1: Oh, no, absolutely not. I only wrote about it 20 years ago and was so embarrassed I convinced uh, both Prime Ministers uh, Crete and Martin, who was finance minister at the time, to give not one but two rebates to Canadians to get the money out of uh, out of where it shouldn't have been, which is the government uh, coffers. But no, higher prices, including carbon taxes, which are taxed by thirteen uh, percent, means governments have a bit of a windfall. Works out to a couple hundred million bucks a year. But hey, who's uh, that's probably uh, you know quickly. Uh, that's probably quickly spent faster than I can actually mention it. Just so I'm looking for uh, Premier Wynn or perhaps the Prime Minister to make an announcement to uh, sop up that money and uh, spend it on something. So, uh, But for now, the other factor is the Canadian dollar. The Canadian dollar normally rises in lockstep with oil. But because we can't sell our oil interne- interne- into international markets, whereas uh, Brent, uh, you know, so we say Middle Eastern oils, are selling in the sixty nine to seventy four dollar range. U.S. Uh, refined gasoline is, or rather, uh, crude is selling in the range of sixty seven to sixty eight dollars a barrel. Well, good old Canada, because it likes to block pipelines, uh, is down at about forty six, forty five dollars. And, so hey, and we're, not, wants, we're
0: not even reaping the benefit of that.
1: No, we're not. Not only that, you're getting smacked with a higher, with a with a weaker Canadian dollar, which in turn, because we price all of our commodities in international terms which is the u.s dollar means you're paying an additional wait for it 15 cents a liter so i want to hear from people saying oh i don't care about pipelines it doesn't affect me <laughs> think again because it's 15 cents for gasoline 15 cents for diesel 15 cents for jet fuel now you can start to see how this is going to creep its way through the economy so folks by all means go out there get trendy uh, Wear the Birkenstocks and uh, block pipelines, hey. but you're actually undermining Canada's uh, economy.
0: I was going to say there's nothing wrong with Birkenstocks, and there isn't, but I, I guess mostly <laughs> I've worn mostly I've worn Na'ots when I've worn that style of sandal, the good Israeli sandal. Um, that's just because I think you know people from Israel know more about sandals than Germans. Oh, uh, right, right. Yeah. Dan, I was <laughs> looking at the price of gas in Ogdensburg, and you know Ogdensburg. You lived here in Ottawa part time for years when you were a member of parliament. You drove down the 416 yep. to Together. get back home to Toronto. And if you just keep going, you go across that bridge, you hit Ogdensburg, New York. You got it. You go to the Sunoco there. I filled up at it many times. Not that I've ever driven back across the border with that gas. I dump it all out, along with the tires and everything else that I buy there. <laughs> But you go to the Sunoco on New York Avenue, and it's $2.89 a gallon. Mm -hmm. I did the conversion, 3.78 liters to a U.S. gallon. Did the conversion into Canadian dollars. They're paying $0.98 a liter an hour south of here. Can you tell me they don't source their gasoline at the same place? I mean, it's coming in on the eastern seaboard from the same locations, isn't it?
1: Yeah, they would get their gasoline. If they don't get it from Valero or from Petrocan, they're likely getting it from one of the many suppliers in the New York market up the Champlain. So not hard for them to get gasoline. Tanker trucks can drive, you know, can drive three, 400 kilometers to wherever they have to go without much uh, incidents. But you're right. If I'm looking at 289 uh, at your favorite Sunoco there on Canton Street, uh, and uh, that's uh, not far from a great place that serves, uh, I should tell you about it, uh, some great wings. Uh, but anyway, any event, I, I digress. <laughs> The fact is that uh, those prices also reflect a few realities. One, vigorous competition among refiners. Number two, the uh, fact is they don't have to pay a discount or they don't lose 30% uh, in terms of their currency simply by having Canadian currency. And the third factor is that uh, New York taxes are about 20.5 to 21 cents a litre. Ontario today, 44 cents. Actually, 45. 44.7. It's almost 45 cents a litre. 45 cents a litre.
0: For yeah. is just going to tax.
1: Correct. Federal and provincial and tax it, on tax. So,
0: you know, and this is what drives me nuts. Well, we need a price on carbon. We need to tax on carbon. It's there. And if you go to yeah, the, so you know, I, I know people like to pick on ESSO because they're the biggest, but one of the things I love about ESSO is you go to most of their pumps, they've got what the taxes, the excise tax, the the, the HST, the PST, all of that. They've got that spelled out for you and what that means for you right on the pumps don't tell me there isn't a carbon tax already
1: there is well yeah and if you look at uh 28.7 being the tax um on gasoline uh in ontario the hst uh would uh, add an additional 3.7 cents a liter so every time you buy gasoline in this wonderful province You are forking over to the Ontario government 3.7 cents, which is at the end of the federal government, a tax on tax. Of that 3.7, Ottawa picks up about uh, 1.6, and the other 2.1, 2.2 is, in fact, the provincial government on every litre of gasoline sold, just tax on tax. So do the the math. 14.7 is the provincial road tax. The federal government is 10 cents, and you multiply it by 13, that's 3.731 cents a litre. Divided, uh, you know, of that 13%, eight going to the province and five going to the federal government, and it's uh, it's tax cascading. It's an example of uh, where we should what we shouldn't be doing, but it never less gets a pass and people shrug their shoulders, especially when the price drops below a dollar twenty. Oh, who cares? It's wonderful. They'll spend it on something decent. There has to be a degree of accountability, though, and I think that's uh, at, at our time when when uh, the GST was seven percent. Uh, and prices went up in 2000 and 2003. My feet were held to the fire as a member of parliament, and we damn well did something about it. But and I,
0: and I, I remember, remember when you were still part of the uh, the Liberal government, and, <clears throat> and a sh- certain young guy named Stephen Harper was leading the opposition. He was asking, "Why won't you rebate or stop charging the uh, the GST above?" A certain price. Once gas goes above a certain price, you don't charge GST on the rest. Now, their argument for why they didn't do it was they cut the GST from seven to six to five percent and that that, you know, worked out to be the same or better. Uh, We could have an argument about that, but I I think it comes down to math and I haven't done the math in a while.
1: The Liberal Committee on Gasoline Pricing, which I chaired in 1997, 1998, had a recommendation of the federal government remove the tax on tax, and find a mechanism in order to distribute it back to Canadians. In 2000, the then leader of the opposition, Stockwell, they took that motion and uh, challenged the uh, my government, the Cretzing the government, uh, and called a, a a motion of non-confidence. And it was that motion of non-confidence which uh, triggered the 2000 election. It's a little bit of history. It'll go in my book someday. But uh, <laughs> gasoline is uh, now becoming right front and center. People are seeing connection to higher taxes, uh, carbon taxes, and affordability, and economic loss. And And, uh, PBO said yesterday.
0: And it's going to cost us more in the summer, and I want to get to that. But last week, the Senate committee, studying the price on carbon, heard from expert witnesses that the carbon tax actually has to be $130 a ton, not the $50 that it will be in four or five years. Hundred and thirty. Hundred and thirty. Now I've heard from Environment Canada officials, it's got to be as high as three hundred. Others have said two twenty to two fifty, but at right. one hundred and thirty dollars a ton, they estimated that that would add twenty two cents a liter.
1: No, that's more. It's more than that. Uh, twenty fifty dollars a ton is eleven point six three. If you double that, that would be twenty three point. Uh, argument uh, say may- maybe it
0: was twenty two cents above the fifty dollar a ton.
1: Uh, that's twenty nine. thirty cents a liter.
0: Yeah. So I, all these policies are just going to end up costing us a ton of cash. Is that part, you know, that, that's part of what's driving it up now? What will drive it up to a dollar 40, which is what I'm hearing for this area yeah. come summer?
1: Well, look, hand in hand with that will also be the federal government's move to try to limit uh, industrial emissions by uh, reduce it by 30%. You can pretty much take every refinery you have in Canada and shut it down. You'll be importing your gasoline from the United States, so you really won't have to worry about thirty cents a liter. Uh, the sky will be the, the limit in that scenario. And by the way, there is no refinery in the world that has done that, can do that. Even the uh, the loudmouths, uh, you know, the uh, in, in certain parts of the world that are trying to be cool and trendy with their, you know, getting rid of fossil fuels and uh, going electric, even though uh, most of their industries, Denmark being a good example, and much of their wealth is, is premised on North Sea oil. But I digress. The fact is that. This summer is going to be an expensive summer. Average prices will probably push up into the 137 138 range. Now, we get that in the morning. Tomorrow morning, will be right back there. But uh, I'm saying average. So, in other words, we could see prices that uh, would, would hit $1.42 to $1.45. Uh, and I, I mean, there are various arguments out there as to where oil is going. But one thing is very clear. Demand is high, and not just in North America. You can cut it back all you want, but the rest of the world is using more fossil fuels uh, ramping up their economies, and uh, the u s just announced today it 's single largest ever export to latin America two point three million barrels a day um, that 's of oil and gasoline product, so you know things are changing dramatically so, and dynamically
0: and we 're not exporting anything and you said that the the regulations that the the trudeau government's bringing in and this is over and above a carbon tax Correct. is that industrial emitters must Lower their emissions by 30%. Is that on a plant-by-plant
1: basis? It will be uh, affecting, so far, unless there's amendments, it will affect provinces that have not signed on. Here I'm thinking New Brunswick and Saskatchewan, who rightly took uh, the federal government to court today uh, and is prepared to launch a challenge on the unfairness on a slightly related matter. But they have a refinery, and of course the Irving Refinery in uh, in St. John will also be subject to uh, the potential for a requirement of a reduction of 30% of emissions. And to put that in perspective, nobody's going to do that. Um, you know, even even achieving some, you know, when it comes to refineries and emissions, they're somewhere in the middle globally. But the, the reality is that this is going to be one very serious example of carbon leakage if uh, the folks get emboldened in 2019 when another majority in government uh, you know, tabula rasa. The sky is the limit, and folks, you better start to be being prepared to pay prices that you can't afford. And that doesn't just stop yeah. at gasoline; it goes to diesel. It, it drives up the cost of public transit, natural gas, everything, and it'll make its way through the economy. So, make no mistake; it'll also affect the petrochemical industry. Uh, you, you, you just can't function in this kind of circumstance if, uh, if the intention here is to, you know, do the the bidding for some of the major. Uh, green organizations, environmental zealots to shut down Canada's energy industry, then you only have to allow the government to proceed down this road because it's a very Mm -hmm. dangerous one and one that uh, would put Canada at variance with its neighbor to the south and many other nations around the world who would laugh their way into selling us all the oil we can use.
0: But it would make our real Prime Minister, Jerry Butts, very happy. But that's a discussion (laughs) for another day. Uh, Dan, good talking as always.
1: Always a pleasure. Don't forget that chicken place down there in Ogden.
0: All right. I I will ask you next time I'm headed there. Dan McTague, Senior Petroleum Analyst with GasBuddy.com. I'm Brian Lilly. This is Beyond the News.